Yourself. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me, as always, is the Estelle Getty to my Betty White, Bradford Omen. Hey, that's me. Yeah, you're a golden I'm... girl. Yeah. Does that make that makes Brad or that makes Nate uh, Rue McClanahan? Oh, I was so hoping you would go with Rue and not B. Arthur. Yeah, no, um, B. Arthur. He's a, B. Arthur. B. Arthur is great. She had her own show. She had a she had a show called Maud. She was very funny. But I mean, I think I'm still the winner here. I mean, Rue McClanahan though was like, you know, she was flirty. She was, you know, fun. Yeah, like, and I, I kind of view myself as the flirty, fun one out of the two, out of the three yeah. of us. And I do say that Brad is the Estelle Getty. He's the more, more curmudgeon-y, like, just, we should start the podcast on time, you know, the, like, taskmaster type guy. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, we should be respectful of other people's time. We should be prepared to do the podcast that we wanted to bring back so desperately. Yeah, no, I, I, I disagree. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Uh, guys, oh. this is a, is, a, is a movie podcast, and we're uh, we're we're actually not recording together. Uh, we're for the first time in a while. We are uh, we're separate. We're in our own homes because Nate went out and he kissed a gutter, uh, not not my gutters, but a street gutter, and he got the COVID. Is that is I that did like get the COVIDs? I is, did is get the a, COVIDs. Is that a hooker reference? No, like the like <laughs> the that collect the sewage water. You made it sound like hole. he. You made it sound like he kissed a hooker and got COVID. Well, I mean. Uh. He is the Rue McClanahan of the group, so maybe. Maybe. There, there's no guarantees. I, I don't even know where I got it, but for five days now, I've been locked in my room without any contact. My kids, like, put, like, this uh, quarantine thing up on my door. Like, every time I come <laughs> out, they treat me as if I'm, like, got the scarlet letter. And so it's so good to hear your voices. I miss you guys. Ben randomly sends text threads. or Like, I'm, I'm on a couple different text threads with Ben. And the other day, he was planning, like, an event to do, planning a lunch with a mutual friend, literally in the same text thread. Now, you would think, well, there's maybe eight of us or something. No, no, no. There was only three of us in this text thread. And, and I was like, hey, hey, things Tim, to do. hey, Tim, do you want to go to lunch, you know, in a couple days? Like, hold on, hold on. Is, is Nate the one complaining about this? Because I'm pretty sure Nate's the one who, in the text thread that the three of us have together, you'll constantly address a, a question or a message just to Ben, and I'm just there for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel, Nate? How's it feel, Rue? Oh, this is not fun. This is not fun <laughs> for me. Are you, I feeling, just... are you honestly, God, are you feeling better? Oh, I'm I'm doing fine. This is the you know I went on. Um, so my wife's an ICU nurse. She she like quickly went into like I've got like on my bed stand here. I've got uh, vitamin C. I've got uh, zinc. I've got Paxlovid. Like, I, I got every uh, yeah. I've got everything like I need. Um, I I felt pretty poor like on Monday and Tuesday. By Wednesday, I felt well. Today, I feel great. So. Um, I'm no, I'm I'm ready to be out of here, man. I'm sure we really do miss you. Yeah, I miss you guys. So anyway, uh, this will be a little weird, you know, a little stilted because I can't look into Nate's uh, eyes and understand when he's going to stop one of his long tangents and just cut him off. And I can't look at Brad and be like, "Hey, man, let me talk," because you're going to talk a lot. It, it might be a little stilted. I'm sorry about that, but at the same time, it's still going to be a good uh, podcast because you know why? Brad brought he brought a sponsor. I did. Did you? Did you, Brad? Because I, I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I literally. I threw Brad. I threw that at the wall, buddy. What do you got? Oh, it's it's delicious s'mores iced coffee from. Is that seriously from Aldi? <laughs> I don't know if you've uh, you've been to Aldi, uh, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty great. They have they have delicious things that I like to check out from time to time in their their Aldi favorite finds section. I really, really? thought uh, they like, uh, you know, I've got some delicious uh, tap water. No, 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 no. I had some some tap water earlier during my work day, but no, it's it's s'mores iced coffee from the their brand is Barissimo, which uh, you know sounds pretty good for a coffee brand, I guess. <laughs> it, it it sounds Italian to me. Hey, you yeah. know what? You know what, Ben? Brad and I prepare for the podcast. I hey, I wrote the game. Okay, that's all I did. <laughs> 
I, I knew it was going to be expected of me. So, uh, so yeah, I have this delicious, <laughs> I sweet, sweet, sweet tasty, I perky I s'mores ice coffee. The fucking game. All right, calm your tits. I wrote the game. We're good to go. Hey, I'm gonna uh, give you guys. A, I'm gonna give you guys a secret here that I don't tell a lot of people, but I, I want you two to know because I love you so much. But um, I love I love the Aldi. Um, and the reason I love it is because I'm a big cat candle snob, and they have some of the best candles. Like they they will fill your house with wonderful aroma. Uh, so if you like candles, get them at the Aldi, and they're only like four or five bucks. Nate Nate Open Flame Lauks. Fair enough. Yep. I've yep, never gotten candle, candle from Aldi. Maybe I'll have to try it sometime. But I, I do love uh, going to Aldi because each week they have the new stuff in their Aldi favorite finds yep. section where it's like stuff that's only around like for a very limited time. And they bring some stuff back, uh, you know, seasonally every, uh, every now and stuff like that. But yeah, Aldi's got some good stuff. And like everything from, from movie snacks to, uh, to, to breakfast stuff and uh, delicious juices and coffees and, and candles, apparently. And cheeses. They have good cheese. Yeah. Um, so is it is it really decent? Is it okay? Yeah, you know it's um it's a it's a thicker iced coffee because it's it's like you know it's meant to be kind of like a a Starbucks drink in, in that way where you know it's a, a very flavorful kind of kind of thing. It's very sweet, um, but I I like this this kind of uh, frozen coffee that you you know you get in a carton, so it's it's good. Well, I'm just I'm just grateful that they're sponsoring us, throwing money our way. Uh, yeah, Aldi and Verissimo. Yeah, they're pretty cheap usually, so that's a big deal for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they saved all the quarters that were accidentally left in the carts, and they they collected them nationwide, and they mailed them to us in a big carton, and they're sponsoring the show. Yeah, and they said, "Live life a quarter at a time." because <laughs> they knew it was a movie podcast. Yeah, and you know what we do on the movie podcast, Brad? What we talk about trailers? Nope, not yet. We don't. Oh wait. Is it the last movie? Jesus Christ! He he doesn't even know how the podcast works. He's like, I I don't I don't know what what you're doing. Like the arcade is making your brain mush. I'm just I'm tired, Brad. I'm I'm tired. Okay, buddy. You you bring this upon yourself. It's I I do. I bought off a lot, uh, but you know what? I don't bite off a lot of movies that we've seen lately. No, you no, but you do though. Like that's what we want you to do. You you need to. Hey, that was a good segue, buddy. That was a good segue. Was was it? Was it? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Hey, Nate, well, what's the last movie that we forced you to watch? Uh, So, as our listeners might know, we we have decided to assign movies to each other for movies that we need to watch. It doesn't mean it'll be the only movie you watch, right, Uh, over the past uh, episode. But I I have a lot of glaring holes in films that I've seen. Um, And I heard from literally millions of our listeners that shared in my opinions of having a hard time with Tom Cruise. And so I feel vindicated. Uh, I'm pretty sure that most, time. most of the reaction were people that were just in awe and uh, just ashamed nope, nope, nope. that you millions, hadn't seen millions of our mm. listeners were like, Nate, I, I am so proud of you. I am literally in emails upon emails saying, I am so proud that you stood no. You know what this sounds yeah. like? This, this sounds like a, a lie that Scientology would tell. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I watched Mission Impossible uh, because Brad says it's the best film ever made. It's not. Um, it is uh, not. It, 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 it's that. not the didn't, best film ever made. Um, I, I did take some notes uh, as I was watching the film. I will say this. it is. It, I don't know if you guys have watched it recently. It is very 90s. Uh, it is very '90s technology, and so like you know. Wait, 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 wait. You mean a movie that was made in the '90s has has '90s technology? Oh, okay, yes, yes. But hear me out here. It 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 might seem believable that this technology can do it when you're watching it at the time. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. That's cool technology. That's fun. Um, when you watch it 25 years later, it's not that cool. Okay. No, no, it's still um, pretty cool. It's still still a very very well made film. I mean, Tom Cruise in disguise looked like the Six Flags guy. Okay, like it was like it wasn't now, even a very good on. disguise. Hold on, hold on. Now, if you'll remember that the opening to this movie, it goes dun 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 dun, and then it breaks into the old man dance when he does the song. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say 
was and that was way before that was even popular. So the movie was ahead of its time. <laughs> and you're telling me that I am supposed to believe that Emmanuel Bird's character is gonna find John Voight, who is 25 years older than her at the time, attractive, and she's I gonna mean, marry him. I mean, you gotta figure John Voight gave birth to Angelina Jolie, so he's got some some handsomeness in there somewhere. I mean, his hair at the time is just hey, it was just atrocious already. His, but like his Anaconda don't want none. And then I mean, here's here's what I I I did like some right. I did there was some fun action. I will say that, like, it, it doesn't it doesn't build into it at all, right? It, there, it's not like a it's not like a I'm going to explain to you Ethan a little more, the characters a little more, and then we're going to take you on this journey. You don't really know the characters at all, and you're on this journey, and they don't really describe the characters before the end either. You just go on this journey, well, and they hope that you. Yeah, they hope that you kind of, you know, yeah, but like Italian Job is a heist movie, but you you get to know the characters a little bit. Yeah, but Italian know? Job is worse than Mission Impossible. So, don't yeah, no, don't in, speak, in Italian Job, you, don't, you look don't, at don't speak, characters don't, from Boston. Don't don't speak ill of Mark Wahlberg in, in my presence, please. Oh, right. Mark Wahlberg is trash. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I've been in Mark Wahlberg's presence, and I don't give a shit. He is trash panda. Yeah, fuck Mark Wahlberg uh, and uh, the Italian <laughs> job. Not, not, not as good as Mission Impossible. I'm just saying, like, it, like there's just so many times in the Mission Impossible. So, for instance, so Emilio Estevez's character, spoiler alert, dies. Um, John Boy John Boy, which which was a very cool death. I will give you that. That was one of my favorite parts. Um, John Boyd's character, who is Tom Cruise's boss, says, hey, we're getting sabotaged. Everyone abort. You would think somebody just died. You're getting sabotaged. And Tom Cruise is like, nah, nah, man. We're going to keep on going. Yeah. You're getting sabotaged. Dude, you're like a CIA no, no. officer. You should but it know this. No, but it doesn't matter, though, because he's more concerned about the knock list getting out in the open and exposing all of the agents. That's it doesn't big, matter. It your, does your matter. Just told you, no, your boss just told you you're Obviously, getting yeah, Ethan Hunt is the point man, and he knows what's more important. He's not a coward like Jim. Hey, and you're uh, telling me that, hey. that, that Ethan Hunt would go to a, a meeting and be like, you know what? I wondered why there was a whole new group or a whole different group of spies at this meeting. I didn't say anything at the time. No, no, no. But there he, was a whole group it, of other spies He pieced there. it together. He pieced it together in that oh, moment. Geez. Jeez. Nate, no. Nate no, who was no. uh, the more impactful death, Emilio Estevez in Mission Impossible or Jeff Daniels in Speed? Ooh. It's Jeff Daniels in Speed. That's the answer. Yeah, I would say Jeff Daniels in speed. Yeah. So, so here's here's the one. The what one did I say. I said Jeff Daniels. Here's the biggest but, flaw. But I have I've heard from other friends that Mission Impossible one is good, two not good, three okay, but it really picks up at four. Would you well, agree four, with? Four, this? Well, four. So four is when they start doing the big stunts that Tom Cruise is really doing. I um. I love Mission Impossible 3. I think there's a lot of cool set pieces in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman being the villain is awesome. Uh, it has a great score from Michael Giacchino, um, who also comes back for Ghost Protocol. But I, I think 3 is great. The only shortcoming that 3 has is that J.J. Uh, Abrams directed, and he still has some of his TV tendencies. He does a lot of close-ups. Um, oh, he, he, he doesn't necessarily make you feel like the scale of the movie all the time. But, but I, I love me some Mission Impossible 3. Is it better than Mission Impossible One? Uh, I don't think so, but I mean, I, I just, I've always had an affinity for Mission Impossible for the for the first one. I think you know Brian De Palma just put together a really cool movie. I will say it's the one thing that you uh, the biggest flaw in Mission Impossible that you didn't notice, uh, especially since you were complaining so much about technology. Oh, I've got I've got two more pages of notes, but yes, uh, go. Yeah, the fun thing about watching movies is taking notes, huh, bud? <laughs> Um, but no, so the, so the big, the big, uh, heist at CIA headquarters in Langley, uh, they run through all of the amazing, uh, security measures that this room has, you know, it's the room is locked away. You need, uh, you know, an, an eye scan and an, uh, an ID yeah, card to get, yeah. to get through it. There's a, a temperature gauge. There's a sound the meter. Sound gauge, pressure and, and, floor. Yeah, exactly. All of this. And yet there's not a single fucking camera in that room to see <laughs> yeah, what's going exactly. on. <laughs> I know. Right. Right. Or, you know, uh, just a person. 
just a person in the room, just a person <laughs> you really trust to sit in a chair in the corner just to make sure nobody comes. Like he could sit in a chair that doesn't affect the the, the temperature, or he could be in a glass booth. Like exactly. you, you'd you'd feel like that if the computer was that important, they would never leave it unattended. You'd have one like, you'd have like ever. A, it's like a high school. Uh, you get paid twelve dollars an hour. And you go and you do your homework. Uh, we, we've got you know, like soldiers guarding random things. It doesn't all over, have right? a, a badge on you. Just, in the it That's it. But I, I will say this: I did have fun. It was fine. There was nothing wrong with the film. It wasn't great. I'm. I will watch another one though. I promise it is, you. I'll, it is. I'll, I'll it is two. great. It is great. Thank you. Uh, it was good. It was yes. it's, hey, it's Brad, what, what's the last movie we made you watch? <laughs> well, see, you uh, got a gift. You got a real. Oh gift. yeah, I got a real great gift. I got a, a gift of coal in my asshole. Uh, you guys made me watch Rat Race, the two thousand one. I hope I win the two thousand one ensemble comedy. Uh, that's basically ensemble. like uh, it's a, a Cannonball Run meets Trading Places, uh, or it's a mad, 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 mad world meets Trading Places with a, a Looney Tunes comedic style. And holy crap, this movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Nate, Nate, has... Nate, when's the last time you watched Rat Race? Uh, probably, probably 2003. Okay, yeah. Go, go, <laughs> go ahead and give it a watch and see if you can stop your eyes from rolling to the back of your head every five minutes or so. Uh, th- this movie is so goofy. And here's the thing: I, I have an appreciation uh, for the-, the filmmaker. It's uh, it's David Zucker, and he, you know, uh, directed some of the classic uh, spoofs like Airplane and The Naked Gun. And uh, so I-, I like, you know, silly is it comedies. David or Jerry Zucker? So Jerry Zucker produced it, but David okay. Zucker directed it. I, I believe I'm double checking. Okay, to make sure. that could be you. You could be right. Yeah, you you might be right. Actually, I, I might have gotten it. Oh yeah, no, it is Jerry Zucker. You're correct. Yeah, so so Jerry Zucker, him and David Zucker, they made Airplane. They made Naked Gun movies. They're they're the kings of classic parodies. Uh, this is not a parody though. It's just a very slapstick comedy. Uh, it, it has an impressive comedic ensemble cast of you know big players from 2001. Rowan Atkinson. Whoopi Goldberg, Cuba Gooding Jr., Wayne Knight, John Lovitz, uh, Brecken Meyer, Amy Smart, Seth Green, John Cleese, uh, Dave Thomas, uh, not the Wendy's guy, the guy Wendy's? from <laughs> guy from Second City and SCTV. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's a very silly uh, movie. Uh, excuse you, bite your tongue, smash mouth as well. Do you, uh, God, uh, real quick, do you think that uh, Jerry Zucker gets shit from David Zucker or did? Uh, when they would get together and, and like, it's like, oh yeah, so airplane was really good. Hey Jerry, what, uh, how rat race do? Like, is, is that pretty good? <laughs> and then they get into a brawl and the cookout would be over. <laughs> but yeah, this is just. Well, it's, I, it, I mean, they did they did airplane together, right? Yeah, Aren't they like partners this, at that point. Yeah. So rat race is just a series of small slapstick comedy scenes pieced together by this crazy cross country. Uh, race for for money where a bunch of rich people are like bet, betting on the scenario and everything and uh, I will say the the parts that I found funny uh, were pretty much everything with John Lovitz. John Lovitz uh, is very funny in this movie. Uh, his, his the stuff with his family and everything is is very good. Uh, the only parts that that made me laugh. Everything else is just so over the top, obnoxious and slapsticky and stupid that yeah, I just I, I even putting myself in like. A 2001, you know, mindset of oh yeah, you know there was there were some pretty silly comedies around this time. Uh, you know, I, I just just this is not for me. Red, I, it, Red, it's not for anybody. It's not for anybody. Worst, worst movie, uh, movie 43, or Red Oof, Red. gosh, you know, oh movie 43. Come yeah, on. I mean it, it's got to be movie 43 just because like it, at least Rat Race has some kind of narrative cohesion and like style to it. Movie 43 is just like doing gross things for the sake of being gross and inappropriate. Uh, and just ha- the only thing it has going for it is like a surprising amount of actors doing uh, a ridiculous amount of stupid shit. And uh, how about how about this then? Uh, uh, Rat race or stuck on you? Oh, stuck on you for sure. Worst movie? No, no, no. Stuck on you is better. Oh, gotcha. No, it's not. No, it's it, not. oh, oh, it absolutely, oh, absolutely, it absolutely is. Rat rat race is just is trash. It's real. real okay, bad. all right, fair enough. Bad movie. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> speaking, ben, speaking, you know, ben. Of bad, hey, speaking of bad movies, Ben, what did you watch? I had the unfortunate uh, uh, assignment geez. of watching uh, this this crazy uh, piece of shit 
called Before Sunrise. <laughs> what a what a just a, a no. It was I'm not even going to keep continue. It's um, oh, amazing, 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 amazing. Yeah, yeah, you can't even lie about how good. This no, movie, it's like, this movie so good. Is. Like okay, so here's how good it was. Uh, so Brad and Nate had me watch Before uh, Sunrise, which is a I wouldn't even call it necessarily a romantic comedy. It is a romance movie through and through. It is a, you know, uh, just a, a a conversation piece between two actors that are brilliant. And it's romance. And there's, sure, a little bit of romantic comedy in it. But it's mainly just a romance. And it's an indie. And uh, Richard Linklater uh, directed it well before Boyhood. Uh, so this is just a 90s, you know, boy meets girl, girl meets boy on a train. And they talk. You know, it's it's very... Yeah, the whole movie, whole movie is just a very long conversation between yeah, these and, two characters. And it's just, uh, you know, that's something that I would never seek out on my own because I watch, you know, revenge movies and action movies and comedies because I'm a dumbass. But this is fantastic. It's so good that I immediately, the next night, Bailey and I uh, sat down and we watched uh, Before Midnight, the, the sequel. No, no, and Before I, Sunset. Oh, sorry, Before Sunset. Uh, I apologize. And then we watched that. And then now I, I we just haven't had time because we're leaving tomorrow to go on a little vacay but i will try to watch uh uh, uh before uh what is the third one before midnight before midnight, before midnight. Um, yeah i can't wait i cannot wait like i watched the first two back to back because it was so good and by the way these are breezy movies this is an hour 40 on the uh first one an hour 20 on the sequel so you there's no reason you shouldn't seek these movies out they are fan fucking tastic and i've always known that ethan hawk's a good actor He's incredible in in this movie, and the, the direction is fantastic. And oh, I'm I'm just I'm honestly I'm very thankful that you guys had me watch this. And Julie Delpy is great too. Yeah, I, sorry I couldn't remember her name, but um, and honestly, uh, she reminds me of Bailey, not uh, necessarily in her attitude or her acting, but the because she's kinda, French, she kind of looks like her. And so I was very much like we we paused the movie and like oh my god, you kind of do look like this French actress. And you guys started making uh, out, and then. Yeah, we, we actually, it took about 27 minutes to watch the movie because uh, I kept fast forwarding, Brad. Ugh. Just to get to the end so we could do the nasty. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Yuck. Yeah, more like before six to midnight. You know what I'm saying? Ew. Yeah, you know what uh, I'm saying. So, for those who don't know, too, what's great about these movies is uh, so R- Richard Linklater made them each nine years apart. So, like, uh, Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy have aged, you know, uh, considerably in between each of these movies. Appropriately, yeah, and you and you catch up with where they're at in their life uh, in in each one. Um, and I was lucky enough; I got to see uh, Before Midnight at Sundance, and I was so excited when they announced that it was part of Sundance that that year. Uh, I rewatched Before Sunrise and Before Sunset uh, before going, and I loved Before Midnight so much that it's the uh, the only movie that I've ever seen gone out of my way to see twice uh, at Sundance. I saw it again on the last day before I left the festival because uh, I loved it so much. So, yeah, if you haven't watched any wow. of these movies, there's a reason they're part of the Criterion Collection. All three of them are in a box set uh, for the, the Before Trilogy, and uh, yeah, they're they're fantastic. And if, if you are uh, one of those people that just gives a shit about Rotten Tomatoes, like I believe the first one's like 100%, second one's 96%, third one's 92%, something like that. They're all short and they're 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, you, there's no excuse for you not to watch these movies. They're amazing. There you go. Is, uh, now, are those the last movies you guys watched? Uh, for me, yes. Nate? You have COVID. What have you been doing? No, I've been watching uh, re- uh, a show called Reservation Dogs. Uh, I, w- I breezed through the first season and then the first two or three episodes. They're only, I think, three episodes into the second season. So I've been watching that like crazy. Um, I've heard that's good. It's so good. It is so, so good. Uh, I, I recommend it. Uh, Hulu's doing a good job with uh, The Bear um, and Reservation Dogs, two of my favorite recent shows. I think, uh, uh, Brad, you're the one that told me about The Bear. So uh, I'm telling you about Reservation Dogs. You should sure, certainly watch it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's in my, my queue on the old Hulu. The old Hulu queue? I watched uh, The Princess. Yeah, Brad, I said Hugh Q. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Brad, you watched The Princess. I'm, I'm, I, I have tried. I've place? sat down and I've got about 20 minutes into uh, to it two or three times. I, I just can't get into it. I, I really want to. I just can't. Like, it's just, it's, it's good action. There's good choreography there. 
But, yeah, like, it, it wasn't really a, a good movie to me. So I won't say that it's it's a great movie. Um, I think it's entertaining. I think it's 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 a, one of those movies that feels like just like a time killer. If you've got ninety minutes to watch something and you like action, uh, the ac- the action is very good. And it's, it's a it's you know a simple premise too. It's it's basically uh, the raid meets like a like a, a fairy tale like Tangled, where uh, sure. Joey Joey King plays this uh, princess who. She starts the movie. Uh, she's waking up in in a tower, uh, and she, and uh, her kingdom is being taken over. Her family's been taken prisoner uh, by uh, a another person who um, played by Dominic Cooper, who was supposed to marry her, but she didn't want to. Uh, and so he's basically, you know, forcing forcing her hand. And so she fights her way uh, down the tower of of this of this castle through a bunch of uh henchmen and stuff like that and so and she's been uh since she was a kid she was taught uh by like a a warrior um who her parents didn't necessarily approve of it but like they her mom was like you know just keep it secret from your dad and uh yeah it's you know it's 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 very simple the action is uh it's not amazing action but it's but it's pretty good i I noticed some times when like the choreography didn't seem it felt a little too rehearsed but there's some really uh great uses of um you know certain just kind of random weapons and things and it's it's enjoyable i won't sit here and say it's it's fantastic but i i had a, a decent time uh watching it so yeah if you're looking for something you know like that then it's on hulu i'd be interested Again, to see what, what ben what ben thinks of it because he's he's the guy who is like you know always about action and and vengeance yeah it'd be it'd be one that you you would maybe like ben um like I said, there's there's not a, there's not a lot of storytelling. There there is a lot of action though. Yeah, but like that's right up my alley. Yeah, I'm Ben hates stories. Oh, <laughs> good lord! Do not like storytelling. Ugh. Yeah, don't ever tell many stories. Hey guys, we did it. That's that, the podcast. That, oh, that's it. That's everything. Good All right, and good luck. That's a movie, Brad. I got it. You know what the movie uh, "Good Night and Good Luck" had? It had a trailer. Yep, sure did. So now we're going to talk about trailers, Brad. <laughs> so let's do the serious one first. We watched the trailer for Blonde, which is a new movie coming to Netflix. Uh, it is about Marilyn Monroe. Anna de Armas from Knives Out plays Marilyn Monroe. The film is directed by Andrew Dominic. Uh, and if you don't know who that is, he's a filmmaker. And he's yeah. made uh, <laughs> he's made movies like uh, a favorite of mine and Ben's called Killing Them Softly, uh, and I also really like that movie. what no, I said I really do like that movie. No, no, that's the one that we didn't like very much. No, I loved it because it was uh, it was very on the nose. You know, he oh, was just forcing it down your fucking throat every second <laughs> with all the goddamn you... political bullshit on the TV constantly. It was horrible. Yeah, there are some people who who like this movie. I just uh, why. Yeah. I, I yeah, it just lacks so much subtlety uh, in what it's trying to do, and yeah. Uh, but he also directed the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, which I think is a great movie. Uh, so and the longest title ever. Well, not the longest title ever. That goes to to Borat, I think. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was called Bruno. Hmm. That one. That one did have a long title as well. Did it really? What was the full title of that? Uh, what was it? What was the full title of Birdman? I don't even think Bruno did have a long title, actually. It was just Bruno, by the way. I think it was Bruno, uh, the unexpected consequences of having weird sex party and putting champagne bottle in your butt. That was not the title. Uh, Bir- Birdman is Birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Yeah, see, not long at all. <laughs> I wish uh, that was, was Bruno. Bruno or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. So- so, so yeah, so, so blonde. Uh, yeah, it's a- <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, so I was movie. looking at this movie, and uh, th- this has been like a movie that they've been trying to get made forever. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually pretty excited about it getting made. I'm, it, it, I've got a huge crush on uh, Ana de, de Armas. I, I think who doesn't? Um, yeah, exactly. But but uh, it'll be interesting to see her right uh, as a Cuban actress play. Marilyn Monroe, she still kind of has her accent a little bit, and yeah, some of the, you can, you know, yeah, and it's like you can you can hear it's it's not overwhelming, but it is a little bit distracting um, because Marilyn Monroe 
didn't really sound like that. Uh, but she's nope. she's she's she has she's doing a good job of capturing her demeanor and like her her voice, the, even, the even essence, the, kind of. Yeah, yeah. The, she really went for the breathiness of Marilyn Monroe. I, I heard that over and over again. That that exasperated kind of voice that she has, but exasperated with like uh, an accent, which is just different. Yeah. So it'll be interesting yeah. to, to yeah to hear you know how how that goes. Uh, but yeah, yeah not, I'm, not... I'm very curious about it. Um, and this is a movie too that is uh, apparently carries an NC-17 rating, uh, which Andrew Dominic isn't necessarily thrilled about because uh, he's even said that there's not anything in this movie that is uh, any more offensive or graphic than anything you would see in like the HBO show Euphoria, which is chock full of uh graphic sex scenes and just just general sexuality um but uh, yeah but uh, there apparently there is uh some kind of uh, sexual assault scene that is in this movie because it's uh that was recounted in uh a novel by joyce carol oates which uh, the movie is based on so there's some controversy about it especially because some people feel like the movie is going to like portray like a really darker version of marilyn monroe and all the Marilyn Monroe fans are all like, it's going to be just really just just tear tear Marilyn Monroe's legacy apart, and it's like you don't fucking know Marilyn Monroe. So, I mean, there there are there are some people that did know Marilyn Monroe that are still alive, right? Uh, these aren't the people who are complaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually, I actually, I hope it tells like Marilyn Monroe's a complicated character, right? Like, yeah. let's be honest. She knew she was sleeping with married men, right? Like, she also comes from a, a pretty, like, tough background. She grew up in that, foster uh, care. We're mad at, you know, John Wayne's article in Playboy. Like, they're going to tear down his legacy. Yeah, probably. It, it, it'll be interesting, though, because I think it, it, based on the trailer anyway, I don't know if this is, I've not read the books that it's based off of or anything, but based on the trailer, it, it looks like, Maybe there's a struggle between being, you know, for for her, you know, when is she the Marilyn Marilyn Monroe character, and when is she Norma Jean Mortensen? Something that kind of Brad understands is many know him as Ethan Anderton, but I know him as that's Ethan underscore Anderton. Yeah, it's 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 complicated. It's like you feel like you're living a double life, you know. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Ethan Ethan Anderton is, is cool, and uh, you know he likes lobster, and he goes to clubs. But Brad, <laughs> does that mean that you don't? Wait, wait, Brad, you don't like lobster? No, I don't like lobster. Brad Brad doesn't like lobster. Uh, Brad's not a, not a club guy. Uh, Brad farts wait, under you, blankets. Also, does this does, <laughs> does this mean that like when you are like visit like you you got to fly? to london yeah the james bond dvd release uh, yeah the, absolutely uh, now now did ethan uh underscore anderton when he was in london did he you know did he go to clubs and eat lobster no no he's not like he does that everywhere you know like that's you just, know, I'm, I'm just saying, like, under that pseudonym do you like lobster and and <laughs> clubs See, see, this is the complicated nature of having a double yeah, character. Yeah, right? and see, like, and see, you'd have you'd have to ask Ethan. You know, it's like that's yeah, that's not, not that's not for me. That's not for me to decide. Ethan's not here. This he's is not me, here. Brad. I'm Brad. I'm Brad. He's oh yeah, no, he's not here. We we get it. Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll find out and I'll see. You know, it's uh, I know you you love your lobster, Ben. So uh. I really yeah. so hey guys. Originally, um, in this, um, like when they wanted to get this off the ground back in like 2010, 2011, or something like this. Naomi Watts was scheduled or like she was rumored to be playing Marilyn Monroe. And then in like 2015, Jessica Chastain, I am excited. Actually, I will watch this uh, and I'm excited about it. Uh, I, uh, Jessica Chastain though, in this would be very interesting as well. I think, no, no, uh, I, think I think Naomi Watts looks more like Marilyn Monroe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, obviously I would, she would literally have to, I mean, I know Marilyn Monroe, Monroe was, was decently uh, uh, slight and then she had gained a bit of weight. If if Naomi Watts had gained a little weight, she probably would look exactly like. I mean, honestly, she her face looks a lot like her. Yeah, I mean, I would have been interested in seeing it uh, either way. You know, whoever is playing it, the, both of those actresses, I think, would have brought something fantastic to the role. So uh, this releases uh, at the end of September. 
Uh, it is only going to Netflix, right? It's not. It's I, not going I, I to think. The I, I think it's getting also a limited theatrical release because I'm pretty sure that they want it to be up for some awards. Um, I don't know, but... man. I, I I haven't really given my two cents on the actual trailer. Like, I didn't love it. I, I just it just doesn't really. It didn't it's... do much. Yeah, it's not for everybody, Ben. Like sometimes people make art and they don't oh, make revenge calm movies. Ben, it was in black and white. Yeah, okay. black and white and color. I'm sure the shift probably is confusing. That's oh another my art- god, it's another artistic it's choice. Off. You, I know you're just just dipping your toe into movies like Before Sunrise and Before oh, Sunset. Fuck off. <laughs> but these it's are the decisions filmmakers heavy. make. This is if cinema, Ben. Cin- it, cinema with a capital C. <laughs> yeah, in your mind's eye, that Rat Race is a decent movie. Then I, we can have this one. <laughs> oh, 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 you stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad. Uh, yeah. What's the next trailer? We are going to talk about Spirit Halloween, the hottest horror movie coming this fall. Oh my gosh. All right, this... Nate, Nate, hold on, Nate, real quick, just right off the bat here. Worst trailer, Spirit Halloween or The Monsters? Oh, The Monsters was worse. Uh, the Monsters oh, was worse. Oh, yeah, the mo- like Monster trailer is definitely worse. Did you feel like, though, this was kind of made like this? This was basically. The Munsters and Hubie Halloween had a baby. No, no, this is the spirit Halloween of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> this, this really is. It just feels like Spirit Halloween decided we're not going to market this year. We're going to put all of our money of, for marketing into a movie into this film. Yep, exactly. And maybe this will help. And it probably would work, honestly, because my kids are probably going to see this movie whenever it releases. And, and they're hey, going to be like, Spirit Halloween's are the coolest thing in the world. And kudos to them for using the exterior shot of what was an old Toys R Us and was probably turned into a real spirit Halloween store. It, uh, it, guys, guys, no, no, this is, this doesn't look good at all. You know, and it could have, honestly, I was thinking about this. Like, I wish I would have gone like rated R, made it like actual scary, not family friendly, something like, like a puppet master or something. You know, and like, I, I, on one like, level, I maybe agree with done that. that. And on one level, I agree with that. But I also think that kids deserve horror movies that appeal to to them as well. Like this, this movie looks dumb. Do you, no, hold on. Do you want to call like I, I get what you're saying? Honestly, I'm being serious. Do Do you want to call those like horror movies though? Like that? Like yeah. Is, no, I, is Goosebumps a horror movie? Yeah, Goosebumps is a horror movie. It's just made to be more more family friendly. Like it's it, it, it there's stuff in the Goosebumps movie. I guarantee you will that will scare younger kids. And I I, just, I feel like we for, should have honestly almost like a separate genre for like these kind of like uh, you know goose family friendly horror yeah. movie kind of yeah. Like, and I'm not talking about the Hubie Halloween that was I made a joke of earlier, but it, it like this movie looks like they're like oh let's make a horror movie but not really let's make it sure that it's like you know just like for for 10 year olds which is fine but you can still like not brad even I, 10 year olds i mean it, it, it's yeah, like right. a but brad and is... i have this conversation ad nauseum where it's like just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean it can't be a good movie no for and sure so like, and this this is not necessarily the best example either but like you know, I I think what I what I will defend the movie for is that like it feels like a horror movie that does have some stuff that would be genuinely scary for uh for kids and at the very least you hope that it acts as like a gateway for kids to start seeking out other better horror movies, you know? Um there yeah, but we see but we don't say that about like bad children's movies. Well, at least they're going to watch this and then and then go to try to discover well, better Well, but that, well, but you but you can't you can't make the well you can't make that comparison though because it's not it's not as if like like there's not i don't it's different because when you're a kid you you can't handle more adult horror movies when you're younger because they're they're the scary like you're kind of painting yourself into a corner here because you you can't say like like you should make a bad movie but it's okay because it's for kids because we talk about that all the time like it's okay to make it soft, but you should still make it funny or, or whatever. No, that's, I know that that's what I mean. That's why I said this isn't like the best example because it doesn't look like a good movie, even if it was a movie that is made to be lighter horror fare for, for kids, you know, but like there's, I, th- I think for horror specifically too, there are, there's more of a forgiveness because there are a lot of bad horror movies out there, but like a lot of bad horror movies still act as gateways for people to get more interested in more, 
you know, serious, serious horror, especially when, when you're younger, you know, there's, there's probably plenty of like stupid creature feature movies that people saw in the fifties and sixties, but it got, you know, led them to actual scary movies or, you know, inspired, you know, the next generation of filmmakers to make the, you know, real horror movies. And like, there's, there's in, in the eighties and nineties, especially there's a bunch of, you know, stuff of slashers and like stuff like, uh, you know, critters and ghoulies and stuff like that. These are not good movies, but they like, they're, they're a gateway. Under that same guy, like, like a movie like Pixels, you know, which is not a great movie whatsoever, at least establishes a genre of like, oh, you know, when I get older, I'm gonna watch Free Guy, or I'm gonna watch, you know, uh, another movie that is a world uh, building that is like uh, Ready Player One or or something like that. Like you're allowed to watch a bad movie and get interested in good movies. And but Ready Player One and Free Guy is, are already made for that same audience, though. Horror, right. horror has horror it's, has horror. It's a good version of what we're talking about. Like, no, no, I, I get what I get. I get what you're saying, and I don't entirely disagree. But I think the horror it's different because there's so much like there's a lot more of a delineation between family friendly horror and like adult horror because of how gruesome and terrifying it's, it's allowed to be. There's not that same leap from a movie like pixels to ready player one when it comes to like the, the quality of the, like the story or like the, the maturity of the story or anything like that, you know? Um, so like it's there, there's a greater leap from family friendly horror to adult oriented horror. And so like, it's, it's, Did it's either that, of you guys, did either of you guys watch the 2019 uh, horror film? It was for it was for like teens, kids, maybe maybe older kids. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, and and that one was uh, I felt made like for, it like, did a, that well. Yeah, it was I mean, made for a teenage like it audience. It was it had some some mature gore and scary things in it, uh, but it was it wasn't like an R rated horror movie. But it was yeah, it definitely had terrifying elements. And honestly, like that that works so well too because that's exactly what. Uh, that book was for a lot of people who were kids. Like the, hey, there are some genuinely scary stories in scary stories to tell in the dark. Nate, uh, that I will compliment you. That is a very quick Google search that you did on your computer. <laughs> I, actually, I did have to Google because I couldn't remember the name of the movie. Uh, but that, all, all Nate that, did was, um, was he, he Googled family friendly horror movies that are actually good. That came up. He he said it like it came off the top of his head. Uh, he's a no, cheater. No, okay, he's, so ladies I'll say he's this. a fucking cheater. Let me say say this one. Um, so again, as the listeners know, I've got kids. I've got uh, they're t- uh, 10, 12, and fourteen. My ten and twelve were probably they were what eight and ten with this. Uh, scary so- stories to tell in the dark was too scary for them, but I liked it. My daughter liked it. It was you know a little older at the time, uh, but my eight and ten year olds they thought it was too scary. They couldn't watch it. They loved Goosebumps though because it came out r- roughly a couple years earlier, a year or so and, earlier. And Goosebumps that. is um, is a little sillier. It's not it's not like always there's not really anything that's like genuinely scary there's some stuff that might you know freak out younger kids but it's, it's more not... of a monster movie honestly it's yeah it's, yeah it's kind of a not not it, as much of a horror like, like there's actually like, scary parts to scary stories to tell in the dark you know yeah, yeah, like you said for sure. legitimate legitimately I, would throw, like, so, I know we don't do this all the time but i would throw like the first season of stranger things you know it's anything that stars kids that isn't necessarily r-rated can be put in that category and i think that that's a good example of Something that, like, maybe not the whole family can watch, but, like, you know, early teens. Like, if you're 12, 13, you're watching Stranger Things, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My whole, my that, whole That's a good is. example of that, I guess. Yep. I, I so just, I, I, I was kind of hoping that this, because I think this could be it. I love this, the idea. Dude, Horror I'm is right always now, fun when you can when you can put yourself into the situation no. right and there's one of these these costume stores every community has one because everyone community has a box store that well, went will, out of business i will put it out there but this is say, not good this is the monsters and uh this is the monsters and hubie halloween had a baby and i don't like it yeah um i, think, I would I say it's more it like goose, a, it's a better hubie halloween had yep, a baby. Yeah, I would I would probably say yeah, Goosebumps and Hubie Halloween. That's a good one. Uh, but I don't know why you guys keep on hating on Hubie Halloween because you know Adam Sandler's good. Um, but I think, uh, I think uh, that the Spirit Halloween movie looks better than Brat Race. Brat Race? Brat said, Race? No, I said Rat Race. It, no, you said Brat Race. <laughs> no, my name is, is Brad. That, is that a is that a mix of you and Rat Race? And you know what, Brad, I'll watch that movie. It is. Uh, uh, it is nice to see Rachel Lee Cook acting again, right? I mean, has she been in anything lately? Uh, I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure she's she, in the monsters. 
I'm pretty sure she was in uh, He's All That. <laughs> no, 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 that's not a joke. I'm pretty sure she was in. He, <laughs> is that it? Yeah, is he, that like a new new show. You you haven't seen He's All That? <laughs> Why are you incredulous? Well, because like it was. I mean, I mean, it was it was like a big story that like when it came out because it, it's it's like it's a it is a remake uh, of She's All That, but gender swapped and. This- this feels like when you told me that uh, there was a Monsters trailer. And I was like, what? And you're like, you ever seen the Monsters trailer? <laughs> well, it, yeah. No, they, I don't live on Rob Zombie's fan page. Equally big. Uh, but no, yeah. They made, yeah, Net, Netflix made He's All That, a gender-swamped uh, remake of She's but, All but, That. But, 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 like, in what world do you think I would run to see that film, though? Nate, you watch like, so much garbage at also, home. Fred, what in what world I would know, you think like, I would know about that film? Because, because were, was a, I mean, let's just call it what it is. You were so honest to God, like surprised <laughs> that neither one of us had heard. Of, wait, you haven't fucking heard of this? Like it was so. I weird. thought he meant she's all that. Like he's like, no, That's he's all true. that. No, you got, first of all, you guys are on Netflix nonstop, and this movie was promoted plenty. So like, no, I, no, no, never heard of it. All right, hey, uh, real quick, I will say. Um, uh, right before we had the podcast last time where I had a, an assignment to watch a movie, Bailey and I sat down to watch a movie and I couldn't remember the name of the gray man. And I went on Netflix and I'm like, well, I'm sure it'll be on trending or popular. And it wasn't, it was just not there. Well, that I, speaks to the quality of the movie probably. No, no. But I mean like, <laughs> uh, like it wasn't under like newest hits or blockbusters or, and you know, it's a Netflix movie. They're trying to promote it. I, literally had to search it after and i i i did this on purpose i just went through every category like all of them scrolled all the way down and scrolled down and over down and over down and over on every category and it wasn't to be found and it's my netflix profile meaning i watch dumb fucking movies like that all the time no this this yeah this would be like highly was, recommended it, for you it's right so in my where it's so in my wheelhouse and so for the algorithm not to realize that i would want to even maybe see that movie it was a little weird, honestly. It was the first time that I was like kind of let down by that. I had to search it, and then I didn't watch it. Yeah, the algorithm doesn't always work great for their new releases and putting them in front of the eyes of the people that like would definitely want want to watch it. That's something that a lot of people have, have noticed. Not, it, I didn't know that was a thing, Brad. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I, I think everyone's next assignment is going to be he's all that then. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know how we're going to do this moving forward, but like, I really like that, uh, that, that assignment. Uh, so should we just do it off air or like, should we try to come up with it on air? No, no. Well, we don't, we don't need to sit here and try to think of movies on air. Right now. <laughs> so, uh, all right, guys, ever, everyone just sit and try to come up with movies that so, the other person hasn't seen. No, no. All, all this is going to be like, Hey, Nate, Nate, have you, Nate. have you seen this? Yeah. Oh, on, shit. Nate, 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 have you seen Fargo? <laughs> Yes. Nate, have you seen Fargo? <laughs> Nate, have you seen great. Fargo? Great, great podcast radio here. Well, it's not, it's not good because he's not, like, he's not answering. So, Nate, have you seen Fargo? I have seen it. Yes, I've seen it. Oh, okay. I'm Thanks. Oh, oh shit. Oh, well, I guess hold, hold on. Let us think again. Try no, and get something else. Shut the fuck up. Everybody, shut the fuck up. It's gonna take less time if you stop laughing and just answer the question. So, have you seen Blood Simple? Blood Simple. Yeah. It's Coen Brothers. Movie. No. That's the, no, first Bro- that's the first Coen Blo- Brothers movie, and it's great, and you should watch it. So, Blood Simple. Guys, we're here that's on a good. movie podcast, and we need really quickly, actually, to play one game. Nate. Yeah, Bubble. Do you want to uh, make the song up? for the game? No, 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 no. You make the song. Uh, all right, you know what? I'm going to try something that Nate tried uh, and, and was very successful at the, the last time. And okay. uh, it, was, it was just an original, you know, that was yeah, just, just write like, an original. Yeah, no, it's fine. He's having a catchy hook somewhere. Yeah, just write an original song, right? Yep, uh, you can do it. <clears throat> oh, boy. Here we go. This song is called That's My Name. Don't wear it out. Sometimes Brad and Nate will be here and i will be on my way out wait no i rammed out with oh boy yeah no but you know what i i i appreciated the effort on that one buddy 
what what even style of song was that? Uh, it's like, it I call was it a, more like, like an indie, indie kind of indie, an indie yeah, song. It was yeah. like yeah, very a very folksy yeah kind of indie yeah. song. It was it was it was the first time that I tried to not like tack on, you know, an actual real song. Yeah, that was good. Way to go, buddy! And you tried to rhyme. You didn't really work, but it, you did try. No, I know, no, I yeah. know, I know. You, you were trying. Like otherwise, it's like you know, games, games, play some games. Where? No, oh my gosh! So, you know, you know, pick your poison, Brad. I think that was a little better, actually. Uh, too much poison. <laughs> All right, but I do have a game called "That's My Name." Don't wear it out. Uh, I'll, by the way, boys, a lot of films have a line of dialogue that is literally mentioned uh, the name of the film. Like, if, if it was Jurassic Park, you would say, how many times did the name Jurassic Park appear in the dialogue of the film? That's okay. got to be right. a lot, right? right? So yeah. here's what I'll do. I'm going to give you a movie. You tell me how many times the name of the film is said. But I'm going to need full title. So, like, you got to go, you know, Minority Report would be Minority Report. Not Minority, not Report. The whole the whole thing. Okay. All right. All right. So are, we, are we just guessing blindly, or do we get multiple choice? Um, well, if you let me... We'll get there. We'll get there. So, closest without going over wins as far as how many times, right? So, it's prices, right, rules. Okay. So, I could do one dollar, yeah? You could do, yeah, one time would be great. Um, and we'll we'll go back and forth. Like Brad will start first, and then Nate will go second, and then Nate will go first. Brad will. So there, right. there's there's eight of these, so it'll be fun. Um, right. These are taken from transcripts of the dialogue of the film, not the script. Because Brad uh, informed me the other day that that those are different. <laughs> I'll be honest, I did not. Thanks, Brad. I didn't know that. I didn't know that the script, the transcript of the dialogue of the film, is way different than the actual script. Yes, that's true. And why is that? Well, so like there are websites where people have just written down the dialogue from a movie and that's the transcript, but screenplay isn't just dialogue from the movie. It has like descriptions of what like the characters are doing in a scene and like kind of guides like the, the visual, like things that, that will be focused on in the movie itself. So like a screenplay is very different from a transcript. So I, I tried my best to find a transcript of the actual film, meaning these are the words spoken by the actors on screen. You know, here we go. So uh, we'll start. Nate, you get to guess first this time, and then Brad second. Okay. All right. So uh, in the movie, uh, Nate, Forrest Gump. How okay. many times did they say the word, the words, Forrest Gump? Wow. Oh, this is a, this is a tough one because there was a lot of Forrest. There was a lot of run, Forrest, run. Uh, yeah. But there wasn't a lot of. Just the full name, Forrest Gump. I'm I'm gonna go with eight times. Brad. Um I'm gonna say you, you said eight, Nate? Yes, I did. Yep. I'm gonna say ten. Why wouldn't you say nine? Because I just felt like going going the extra mile. Because you know the rules, right? Like you just closest without yeah. going over. So nine would have literally done it. But you well, if, well, well, if it's not if if it's nine, then I'll shoot myself in the dick. What? What? Honestly, what? No, it's twenty-two times. So yeah, you win. Yeah, twenty-two. Twenty-two times. Oh wow, wow. Because I, I do think the ma. I think Sally Field says Forrest Gump a couple times too, and like. My she name's uh, My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Happens people call me Forrest yeah. Gump. Yeah, and then like other characters yeah, yeah. say say his name uh, yeah. a variety of times. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. All right, so Brad. Yeah. Brad, you get uh, point one points. Good job, Brad. Wow, right. we're doing we're doing decimal points for you. <laughs> uh, so, so, Brad, the movie Chinatown. Chinatown. Oh, jeez. How many uh, times did it say the 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 uh, the word? Now we all know. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Of course. So happens once. Uh, I'm going to say five times. Nate? Oh, geez. Uh, I feel like like just that once and one other time to go two, two times. Nine times. Nine, Nine times. times. Right. Not Where? 
Well, it's me. Well, I, I, the reason I thought it was going to be like more than just like once or twice is because the crime that they're talking about happens in Chinatown. So I read the script, you know, based around the words that, you know, Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah, They just mentioned Chinatown all the time. Yeah. Like, like they have to say it because they're like, oh, it happened, you know, in Chinatown or like that kind of thing. Well, over in Chinatown, this is what, but yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what it was. All right. So Brad's got point two. Freaking A, Brad. Way to go, buddy. All right. So, Nate, you're first up here, buddy. All right. I believe. All right. I believe. Get this. Okay. Closest without going over. All right. Jerry Maguire. And uh, Nate died. <laughs> He's dead. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with eighteen. I feel like Cuba Gooding Jr. says his full name a couple times. Okay. Like I did, Brad Bradford. Uh, Nate said eighteen times for Jeremy. I'm, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with way more than I think. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, buddy? I'm gonna say been, seven. Uh, that's probably right. What, what was that, Nate? He said. I said he's probably right. So no, neither. No, you're not right at all. Uh, but it was sixteen times. Oh, I was so close. You were right, honestly. You were closer, but it's closer without going over. So, Brad, that's right. You now have three points. All right, you guys ready for the fourth one? Yep. Yeah. Show me the money. (laughs) Brad, how many times in the movie The Incredibles do they say The Incredibles? Zero. Nate, what do you think? Well, I'm going to go with one because I, I, I don't – I feel like they have to say it at least once, but we'll go with one. Uh, Brad, you are correct. They say it zero times. Yeah, I love that movie, <laughs> and they never, ever refer to them as The Incredibles. Do, they uh, do say like uh, – They say Mr. Mr. Incredible. Incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Also, they uh, refer to it in the, uh, in the screenplay all the time. The Incredibles go here. The Incredibles oh, yeah, of course, go, of course. Yeah. It's like oh, 77 sure, yeah. times. It's crazy. All right, so uh, Brad, you have point four. Uh, Brad, how many times in the original 2002 version of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man do they say... Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Honestly, I know this isn't fair, uh, so I'll give you a hint. It's more than once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gosh, um, I'm going to say... I hope you were 179 times. I'm going to say 37. Okay. Nate? I'm going to go 52. Wait. Brad, what did you say? I said 37. <laughs> Nate, what did you say? He said 52. 52. 29. No! <laughs> All you had to say was one. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they just said every other line. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. And and you. Exactly right. It's like, listen, oh, the Spider-Man's movie. here again. He even, he even says it himself. He's like, I'm Spider-Man. Right. He does. Exactly. But again, you guys have to remember, these movies are only two hours long. And, and 30 times in two hours, that's a lot. So they're not going to say it like every, every two seconds. <laughs> I don't know, about 117 times. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brady. Hey, man. Buddy, you got 0.5. No, because I went over. He went over. I don't give him any points. Oh, sorry. Point four. Yeah, yeah. You both lost. Fuck you. All right, here we go. Uh, Brad, you're first. You ready? I went first on the last one. Oh, Nate still fucked it up. Yeah, you're right. Nate, yeah. first, your turn. Here we go. Nate, right. how many times did they say the word, and not not the, but just the word, Titanic, in the movie Titanic? You know I've not seen this. You know, know this. You but... know I've not seen it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, one time. <laughs> Brad? <laughs> Two <laughs> times. <laughs> I knew it. Brad and Nate. Come on, man. They, they said it 22 times. They said 22 uh, times? 22 times. Well, yeah. Why do they got to say it? They all know where they're at. Why do they have to say that? <laughs> 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 
I mean, just like they, they knew who saved them, and they say, oh, that's Spider-Man. He's the one. All right, so Brad, you now have... Uh... Yes. All right, Nate. Nate. Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm coming back. I feel it now. I'm coming back. All right, Brad, here we go. You're up first. All right. Wait, is Nate or Brad up first? No, Brad, Brad is. I'm up first. So, Brad, for point one point. All right. How many times, Brad, did they say the name? And I, and you gotta get both. The Matrix. The Matrix. Oh wow! Uh, I'm gonna say twenty nine. I'm gonna go with one. I'm gonna go with one. I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> Nate has, he, no, and I would, I would love to tell you, buddy, you, you learned your lesson here, but you are so fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, this is the time where like they have to say it a bunch. They, 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 they said, you would not be surprised to say like, they said the Matrix two hundred and twenty-seven times, and you, and you would honestly both be like, yeah, that makes sense. They said it thirty-one times. Yeah. All right. So Brad, you have point point six points. Uh, Nate, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna give you one more, buddy. This is the last one. All right, all right, all right. I got this one. This is mine. This right, is yeah, 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 I'm gonna, you know, because because if Nate, if you get this one, I'm gonna give you one point. Oh, good, good, good. He's been, he's okay. been trying. He's been trying this whole time. I really trying, honestly. I really because I knew Brad would be pretty good at this. So I feel like Nate, I'm gonna give you a whole yeah. point for Brad's uh-huh. one. No. Oh. All right, all right, I got this. Nate, 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 how many times did they say the word, the words, Fight Club? Fight Club. One time. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Brad, 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 shut up. <laughs> Nate, Nate, Nate. They say it more than once in the rules of Fight Club. I'm just kidding. Hold on. Nate, say it again. Just guess again. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Serious Case here. 13. Nate, Nate, have you never seen Fight Club? Yes. No, I've seen Fight Club. I don't freaking remember the dialogue. All I know is we don't talk about Oh, you know, they do say the line, you know. No one's talking about Fight Club. Nate said 13, so I'm just going to say 14. Yeah, it's 27. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, 27 times. So, Brad, you get point eight, 0.7 points and you win. Even as you tried to Man. crush me with your Man. cheating ways. Nate, hey, Nate, buddy, can I talk to you over here real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, hey, hey, Ben, I didn't like this game. This was, not Brad, a, this was not a game for me. Don't worry. Brad can't hear us. We're over here on the side. We're talking. Um, you were no, supposed I'm, to text me the answers to these. No, I know, but you had you had COVID, and so I was like, "Hey, maybe yeah. you know, it's it's okay." But um, next time, you you, have, you 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 know, I can't count. Let's just let's just you know what, hey, buddy, we're gonna chalk this one up. It's fine. Brad doesn't know what we're talking about. Um, I'm disappointed in you, but like, I'm I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Guys, where did you go? Why is it so quiet? Brad, uh, hey, buddy, we're so happy that you. Oh, there won. you are. There you are. I'm so yeah. proud of you. God, Brad, he can count and everything. I, God damn it, I tried so hard to make him lose, and you son of a bitch. We're gonna, talk. <laughs> I know. I think you're more mad that he won than I lost. Like, you, you're just really As, upset. Oh, you get the dynamic of the show. Cool. <laughs> the only time I've ever beaten Brad at Last Man Sentin, which is, uh, we, we, we've changed the name, but I don't fucking care. Uh, we stole it from Douglas Movies. It's, it's a, you need to name a goddamn actor. And and name the movies yeah. he's been in. The only time I've ever beaten him twice, twice, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And every other time I have lost, and it's hundreds. Oh, Nate, I'm not talking about the times that we have like just recorded the podcast in like in private, in a parking lot, outside, down in Bloomington, just hanging out as friends. Yeah, there he, was times when we used to play this before we ever had a podcast. I've only won twice, and it's been. I think isn't it three times? I, I thought you've won three times on the podcast. I might have won with like somebody like super popular, like Harrison Ford, or yeah, uh, we're, we like it's it's always Harrison down to the Ford. wire. Yeah, 
Uh, but but anybody that's like, hey, Woody Harrelson, Brad's got 19, I've got three. You know, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's just not bad. Zombieland 1 and 2. That's all. Yeah, Woody, I- uh, with, with Brad, I'm like, oh, it's Woody Harrelson. He's like, um, a moosh boosh, which is a. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that, that's, where we were, that's where Woody Harrelson plays a chef who falls in love with a news anchor. Yeah, thank you. See? <laughs> but no, it's and honestly though, it, it really is because like because you don't pay too much attention to like the indie movie scene. And no, that's that that's that's usually where like I'll have the title where they're like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Fine. Watch more indie movies. You guys, you made me watch an indie movie and it was amazing. Yeah. And then you watch the second one and you're gonna watch a third one soon. Honestly, like I'm really happy. Um we'll talk about it off air like what we should watch next time but i kind of do like this uh segment of the podcast where it's like hey you need you know two of us will make you watch the third one so brad rat race two uh, <laughs> yuck uh don't worry nate you've got mission impossible two, which is just as bad as that fictional movie i just made up yeah funnily enough mission impossible two better than rat race oh 100 by by far all right, Brad, what do you got, buddy? What do we, we wrap it up? What are we doing? That's, that's the end of the show. We did it. We did it. All right. We did it, boys. Uh, well, Brad's got a lot of edits to make, and I appreciate that. But I think, uh, hey, we'll be back in this, we'll be back in the uh Con- yeah, studio next week, right? It is easier when we are, you know, around each other. Yeah. We don't get as much like it's it's just I think our vibe works better when you guys can cuddle together. It's true. Also, I do I I like I touch his junk a little bit. It's nice. It keeps me in a in a good mood. That's true. Yep. All right. Hey boys. Uh Nate, I'm honestly honestly God, I'm so happy that you're not, you know, really sick. COVID's still a fucking bullshit. So I'm, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, buddy. And uh, you know, COVID sucks, but we don't. So give us five stars on iTunes if you like this podcast. Uh subscribe to it over on uh, iTunes as well. Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, uh Big Audio. Um is ear, hum- ear hummers, uh, and <laughs> you're making, oh yeah, and 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 uh, and, and talk boy. Uh, you can listen to the podcast at all those places. Uh, check it out. Tell your friends, and uh, yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?